0: This episode is brought to you by Real JP Multimedia. For all your audio visual needs, visit realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J P.com. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Nerdfall. The sports corner, standing six foot two from Ohio, Lorenzo Big Punisher Meltor, and your other host out of the nerd corner, standing six foot from Ohio, Andrew Rice Crispy Massey. Welcome and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nerd Ball podcast. Andrew is gone again; he's in Florida working, probably. I have. Canyon, Gagach here. Are, are you, I, I never know. You're the free safety, right?
1: Yes, sir. Okay,
0: free safety, uh, part-time receiver, and part-time quarterback. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> Thanks for uh, coming
1: on the episode. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, you don't like play Do you like playing quarterback? Well, I just feel like every single time I'm in there, the, the coach doesn't want me in there <laughs> because, because I know I'm not supposed to be in there usually yeah. when they're putting me in there, but... Yeah. I think it's fun, I like kind of having that um, the, like the pressure uh, on you yeah yeah and and almost like the eyes like well, you love people looking uh, at you, oh man. God hey, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first met you in eighth grade
0: i, I, I and I've told you this story many times, well, and it's I,
1: definitely a story <clears> because. <throat> I can't even explain how many times my par- I tell this to my parents. I tell this to everybody I know, and they're like, oh, you play football for parents?" And really? I'm like, yeah, and this is why. <laughs> <laughs> well, because
0: one of my favorite things to do, I love recruiting. I love, like, just going and talking to kids, yeah. um, just about anything. Like, even not even about football, but having kids come out for track or just whatever, you know? Right. And I met you at a basketball game, and I saw you. I think you had cornrows, and <laughs> just the way you were acting, like, I knew, like, like. It's good, you know, for you especially. Like just being cocky is, is part of you, but it, but you you're not you don't overdo it, and you know when to do it and when not to do it, right? Right. And and I knew like watching you, like, oh, I got to talk to this kid when there's people around him because that's what he's gonna like. He's gonna soak it up, and that's yeah. what I did. I think there was like three or four girls around yeah. you, and I came <laughs> up to you and talked to you. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, like I said, I like doing it, and f- in your case, it worked. Right? Would you have played football if I wouldn't talk to you or do you know any of that stuff?
1: The thing I always look back on is probably not, and as sad as that is, I really probably wouldn't have. I mean, I went through second grade with my very first injury. I tore my MCL second grade. Really? I I didn't know that it was a stage two, so I didn't have to get surgery or anything like that. But I mean, I was out for those six weeks. Sixth grade, I broke my ankle. Um, Like I had a compound fracture in my left arm. Like, is this off from of playing football? Off or? from playing football. Oh, wow. And then I got into seventh grade, and I was like, all right, let's just try out this whole Perrysburg school thing, uh, football team. And obviously, everybody wants to play for the school. Everybody wants to play for when the children are at your school. You know, mm-hmm. everybody wants to play and yeah. just get the hype about it. But it just came down to, well, I don't know if I should be putting myself in a situation to be getting hurt all the time.
0: It, was there, is it because you wanted to play another sport, too? Or Uh, just not getting hurt in general.
1: Because I'm not much of a golf guy.
0: (laughs) Not (laughs) not even fall, but just like... Because some some people quit playing football because I want to concentrate on baseball or basketball. you know. uh, And I try to tell those kids, like, hey, they're different seasons, man.
1: Yeah, but I also think football keeps me on my toes a little bit. Okay. Because baseball is way more relaxed. Yeah. But the season I feel like baseball is so much tougher. But that's just... So this is me, I guess. But yeah, I probably wouldn't have played if it yeah. wasn't for you. Because I know I talked to
0: some of the kids, and some kids that – I think there was a freshman this year that decided to come out, and I asked him, why did you decide to play this year? And he's never played. And he goes, oh. he goes, the weight room. He goes, you got me to come to the weight room. And I was just going to lift weights for a little bit, but I liked it, and I liked hanging out with all those guys. And I know that's a big thing Coach Kriegel says. If we can get them in the weight room as eighth graders, we have a really good shot at keeping them. And that's one thing I did. I always went into schools, and you know, I talked to you guys and say, "Hey, go lift weights as soon as whatever that date is. After that, usually after Christmas break, go yeah, lift weights. Is. Yeah, it go is. start lifting weights.
1: When I when I got into that first time I got into that, I was maybe weighing a solid 110 pounds. <laughs> you were you <laughs> Of were pure skinny. embarrassment. I had my cornrows, I had my my little skinny arms, and again, I was that confident. Like I am, I am confident, and I feel like that's one of my greatest attributes because when I go. Like I just feel like even when I go around and there's kids who are struggling in life or or, or start to get down on themselves yeah. and I, and I feel like I'm I try to always be that kid to be like hey like like you're special bro like you're that yeah and even from a teammate standpoint I see dudes get down I'm like dude you're good and I feel like I'm always the first one to tell them that they're doing good and mm-hmm. and I think people build off that to a huge extent like baseball oh my goodness <laughs> when when my baseball team. Uh, this summer we didn't have like the greatest record type of summer, mm-hmm. but I had the most fun I've ever had ever on a baseball season and on a baseball diamond. And I feel like that's when I was playing my best baseball. And I feel like a lot of my teams were playing some of their better baseball. And when you see all your friends or your teammates doing good around you, it, mm-hmm. it is so contagious. That's why it's just so easy to build off stuff like that.
0: Well, the, atti- the attitude is huge. I mean, you could for baseball, you can go zero for fifteen, and then you get two, you go two for four one game, and that changes everything. You well, know, the <clears throat> the bigger picture is you are two for nineteen, but yeah. but all you concentrate is that, and that can change your attitude. And then other kids, like you said, see that too.
1: Yeah, and even if those at bats are quality, or if mm-hmm. the timing of those at bats, if you have those that two for four at bats, and and both those hits come off of Oh, and two pitches when you got runners oh, yeah. in scoring position or that full count with two outs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that matters. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just do what you do. And and if if it comes with the right timing, then it comes with the right timing. But... You know, Connor said exactly the same thing about baseball. He said
0: this past summer, he had, that's the most fun he's had on a, on a team. And explain... Because I never played travel baseball. The, the most... I, when I was younger, it wasn't huge. It wasn't a big thing. Yeah, I get it. Explain to me how just how you feel or how how the process is going through a summer of travel baseball getting to go for in your case I'm I'm assuming it was several different states you know yeah so, you know explain explain the feeling you get or or like the process of just go through a summer of travel baseball
1: well usually it'd, it'd be so much more different than what it was this year which is obviously mm-hmm. going to happen or you're going to go through this with covid but we were Usually the atmosphere is like you go to especially a place Grand Park, it's in Indianapolis, Westfield, Indiana, it's great. Yeah. Probably baseball Mecca around here and then you go down to you got a place like Georgia, you know, down south is obviously huge. But the atmosphere of it is your team rolls up all together. That's how it is. You're gonna walk into that little park by yourself like with your all your dudes and usually there's gonna be those scouts there and they're gonna be looking at you. <laughs> and, <laughs> And the whole atmosphere is just going to be ridiculous. And if you lead off a game with a hit, I mean, you got people going crazy. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that can take you so far in baseball is if you have that little bit of, like, swag or confidence on a baseball diamond, oh, my goodness. That's exactly how I feel uh, with baseball. I mean, with football, you step on the field thinking that someone's going to beat you, then then you're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. In baseball, you step in a box against a Division one pitcher or, or a pitcher who can really do something on the mound.
0: Because in baseball, you when you go to these travel teams, you pretty much know, because of social media, oh, yeah. you know everybody and what they're doing and where they're going, right?
1: Well, that's what's so crazy to me is I'll step out there and I'm like, I have no idea who these dudes are. And my teammates are like, yeah, dude, this dude's committed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, I, I mean, I really, I really don't pay attention to all that, but because when I do, I tend to get down on myself just because this whole COVID thing is messing with everybody's recruiting process. Yeah. And, as much as you don't get down in, the patience is so key. It's so hard to stay patient through this. Yeah, and speak- yeah usually the atmosphere is really exciting and yeah. it's up, it's upbeat, it's sweet. Do you like you like the travel aspect of it, going to
0: different places. When I was little, we went we went to Texas to visit family. Now is it, but I can imagine like being a kid your age, like going to see all these different states and and different cities and eating different places and shopping different places. Like it's, it's gotta be really cool to it, experience you that. You
1: meet so many new people. Yeah. When you get on second base, Their are shortstop and their second base will be your best friends. <laughs> like it's so awesome. And to some cases they might not be your best friends. and so You can run your mouth a little bit, but, <laughs> but that's for a different time. <laughs> well,
0: good. Yeah. Um, uh, and speaking of recruiting, how, how is that going? I know you were at the beginning of football season, you were pretty pumped once, once tech coaches yeah. can start
1: texting you and stuff. Yeah, and- absolutely. Um, Right now it's gotten a little dry, but I mean you still get taxes every once in a while here here and there. I mean yeah. I had a couple coaches just congratulate us on that NLL win, which was pretty huge. Yeah. Because that just shows like, hey, they're gonna watch us play football. Yeah. I know Connor's coaches were supposed to come down and watch him play a football game, but that's super tough when you get in a situation again like COVID. But yeah. It's something you gotta live with. It's, it's going all right. I yeah. mean, once this off season hits, I have my cousin is a heads of ground or assistant heads of ground screwman for the Cincinnati Reds. And i spent a lot of time in Cincinnati working with uh, those, like, outer facilities. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that, because that's what would be cool, too. Weren't you working with some of their minor leaguers and stuff, too?
1: Uh, It's just easy. Well, I had many opportunities to go down there and work with some of their... Yeah, like, their farm team pitchers love to get live work in. So. Oh, okay. So anytime they can pretty much get live work in off the mound, it's pretty good for them. But, I mean, seeing dudes who are sitting 96, I mean, 94, 96. It's yeah. going to be like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because obviously you don't see that
0: ever, right? Right, <laughs> right.
1: Well, oh, my gosh, this past summer, this is like the saddest story I ever saw happen for this kid. Well, I didn't even know the kid, but long story short, we're playing the team. Uh, the Morris Chiefs, they're out of Indiana. And um, they have this six, like he's probably six, four, And he's the number two pitcher in the state of Indiana. And he's a right-handed pitcher, but we're face- we're up, uh, we're playing up. So he's 17. Oh, okay. And he gets on the mound, and my coach is like, guys, there's five MLB scouts here. I mean, usually they're not going to be like that, but hey, we're like fanboys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we're 16 playing against this huge team, and we come out. Um, I lit off a little bit this summer, so we're going to start off with some hits. Well, we produced about four runs in the first inning, and it was insane. Like wow. we were going crazy. Well. He goes out there for that next inning. Guess what those MLB scouts were? They weren't there anymore. Really? And that kid was like just sobbing. And as much as you feel bad for dude, this is probably gonna sound terrible. But <laughs> but um that kid is committed to Purdue. And after the game, I've emailed Coach Fouts, which is their head coach quite a bit, and he does not seem to answer. Which is I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of people emailing, but, right? Haven't have pretty a pretty good game against them, and I and I tagged them in my Twitter post. Like I tagged Purdue in my Twitter post to see if Maybe they could give me a little <laughs> bit of a shot here. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day Coach Faso get at me and we kind of could be rocking together. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that'd be. And I know their awesome. turf management is pretty well too, and right. that's kind of what I want to go. Let's into. talk.
0: Let's yeah, say let's talk about that since you brought it up. You we had mentioned we had talked about it before about that. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, Turf management, you want to work with baseball specifically or just...
1: or even football. So my cousin started, started off actually with the Browns. I think it was the Browns. Okay. Um, just doing like those practice fields, I think. And then Mudhens, Reds, Indians, like he's been around. And I just feel like being around the game yeah. would be pretty sweet. But if I get that two years of business and that two years of turf management, I don't see why I couldn't own my own business and, yeah. and roll with it. Yeah.
0: I know there's there's a, it was a company that fixed Meyer Field, like a guy that just goes around fix in, to fix baseball diamonds. Yeah, that, you know it's exactly. not it's not like we're going to be at this diamond all the time, but his job is just to go around and fix them.
1: Yeah, and, and the game could really use that because you, our field actually for the NLL is not the greatest, yeah. which you think it would be. Um, crazy story: we actually built it backwards from what the plans were. What do you mean? So home plate. Have you ever seen uh, our varsity field? I have, yes. You know how baseball diamond's out towards the houses? Yes. It's actually supposed to be towards the concession stand, if that makes sense. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, why do people want to walk a mile and a half anyway? How'd that out? happen? I have no idea. That's crazy. So now what they want to do is they just want to move the fence in a little bit. I mean, it's like oh. 375, and the wind is always gassing and Yeah. So we'll get a little bit more action. But last year, there was three home run, or uh, two or three home runs. Hit in the summertime, and I think that that's all that was hit before that. <laughs> yeah, and Ryan Thompson actually got one out of the park.
0: I think I remember seeing that on, on
1: on social media somewhere. Yeah, we had some. We next year will be really good. I'm yeah. excited. I'm so excited for our team because we're actually not that old, but yeah, but we're kind of going to have that little bit of swag and, and some of those dudes who really feel like they need to prove themselves at the senior level, and, and it'll be awesome. To yeah, have well, it's going it's patch.
0: just gonna be good to to be able to do it. I mean, obviously, last year, you couldn't.
1: And and baseball, like, that thing, I went right from no baseball to summer baseball. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, missing out high school season, like, what I call high school season is, to an extent, the calm before the storm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to take high school baseball so seriously. Because that's when the local teams are going to get your, like, numbers. Yeah. That's when they're probably gonna be able to come watch you. Yeah, teams like BG, Toledo. You know the teams that are close. Yeah, um, and you have to be able to perform at the high school level. You have to be able to perform.
0: Yeah, because because if you're if you can't, then there's no shot at going yeah, in the house. Yeah,
1: it, it's just a whole different <clears throat> level of. I think summer baseball is a whole different level of baseball, but I think you have to take high school baseball a whole different level of seriousness. Mm-hmm. Like I'm way more serious in high school baseball than I am summer baseball, but I feel like I find. This past summer was my best summer for sure and I just think I would just played so loose but high school baseball you have to prove yourself. Summer baseball that's when you just go out and do what you do pretty mm-hmm. much and it's it's one of the it's just a great feeling. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't even
0: I remember when I was in high school this was uh, I graduated in 2003 and I had several friends who played on the baseball team so a couple of my best friends yeah. two that went to BG to play baseball and there was 8 8 of the starting 9 were seniors and they went to the state final 4 and we we went to several of those games and just the people think it's high school baseball but man was it fun to watch and i remember the day of graduation we went to the game and we all had to hustle back to actually graduate and Uh-oh. the baseball team the baseball team was late they they were but cuz they you know they they couldn't leave right away, so they they were in their uniforms with their gowns and oh just just rolling in the back. Yeah, it was it was so awesome to go through that whole run and even the, the state final or state semifinals. Yeah, is where they made it, and I think they ended up losing by one. But it was it was so fun to to go through that and and to see like my friends succeed so much. You know, yeah,
1: and that's basically them in, in their habitat, pretty much. Right? Yeah, that's something that they worked so hard for, and go to the final four of that that's pretty legit because baseball is a hard game to be consistent at and if mm-hmm. you can be consistent at it then you then you beat the game but yeah. i always look at it this way you, you decide to take your family to a baseball game it's gonna be the most relaxed chill yeah like it's just so fun i remember the first time i ever walked into the lb stadium stadium it was actually the detroit tiger stadium i mean it's a, it's a pretty nice stadium mm-hmm. The park's pretty nice and it was just me and my mom and we had the highest seats she just got everywhere, oh, yeah. so, oh, yeah. so she was just like all right we'll just go I was like okay you know um probably 12 years old it was just a fun time yeah but as a
0: kid you you're just, you just you don't care where you're sitting yeah and
1: then i walked in with my dad the one time when i was like mm, i was probably 13 i was probably younger with my mom honestly than 12 yeah. but i was probably like 13 i walked in and i was like i got goosebumps i was like man you just look down there and you, I want to be there someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, it was a
0: sweet. Yeah, for years, my dad, we would stand in line in November to get tickets for the Indians for the next season. Yeah, and we were only allowed to buy. I think each person was allowed to buy eight tickets for four games, and that was it. You couldn't buy any more. So me and my brother so you're would probably get two. Yep, me and my brother would stand there and we we would buy eight eight games worth of tickets, but going to the stadium all the time as a kid, we got to, and then bringing a friend. My dad would let us bring friends to the game, and that's even fun because you get to like hang out with one oh, of your yeah. best friends watching baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we took our kids a few um, yeah last year, and we didn't spend a lot of time watching the game because they're running around doing stuff. The Indians have a really good like kids zone. Oh really? And so they're like you can like run, you can pitch, you can hit, and then oh, they got yeah, yeah. stuff to play on and everything. But the one inning, we sat down. We all had ice cream. We sat down in right field. We just we just found seats mm-hmm. and the Indians hit a home run everyone's going crazy wow. there's fireworks <laughs> That's and my awesome. my daughter was, was super excited and then like the next person got a hit and everyone's going crazy again and she's looking around like where are the fireworks Aww. like oh that yeah. only happens at a home <laughs> run <laughs> i but, bet that
1: pitcher got pulled after that one <laughs> I, I, I
0: can't remember but it was it was it was real cool and it's it is different as a kid going and then seeing your kids yeah, as they are there it's just a whole different atmosphere yeah
1: i just love the game of baseball i mean like I said, it gave me goosebumps walking out there. But, like, an, M- an NFL field, you take your family there. It's going to be like, a, eh, is it time to go? Yeah, like, because it, mm-hmm. it, to an extent, it'll just get boring. I mean, you go to one of those. A coll- College games are awesome. Yeah, They're way more upbeat. Yeah. That's how college baseball is, too. Like, I remember going to watch Coastal the year they went to the World Series, uh, 2016, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I watched two games that year, and the energy that they brought to those two games was just ridiculous. Yeah. They literally brought energy like they were in the World Series. Yeah. And seeing that type of energy brought to just a regular game, you know it, it shows a lot about what that team was like and and baseball is just so chill
0: well that's why there's a lot of there's a lot of people that like college sports mm-hmm. over pro sports because of that for that reason because yeah. like, most of the like, just it goes back to the old argument like they're not getting paid to do it they're, they love to do it mm. so and and the fans also understand that and they know that they're out there. Uh, working their ass off because they wanna be out there. You know. Now the pro professionals do too, but they have a different mindset because they're getting paid to do, do it. But that and that and you know, just talking about you or when you're talking about seeing coastal that, that's what it is. They a lot Absolutely. of people like college yeah. for that reason.
1: Some of those dudes will some of those NFL dudes for sure get a little lazy on us, I feel like <laughs> I feel like sometimes we're just watching the game and they're like, oh Take okay. a playoff here. Yeah. Play off, yeah. It, as sad as it is, I mean, they can do that to an extent. Yeah.
0: Well, there was a, a Cowboys. I forget who it was. I'm a Cowboys fan, but I, yeah, I don't forget too. who it was. Oh, are you really?
1: Yeah, I, saw, <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I was watching you. And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I forget who it was, but one of them, I think it was like a uh, defensive back. Like, do you expect us to go hard every play? He, oh, like, he buddy. said that. I, like I said, I forget who it was, but I, the uh, – well, we were talking about it Saturday morning, and the coaches were like, Yes, we do. We, we want you to go what hard. hard. We, even is that? Like, oh my God. It's, it was stupid.
1: Like he wants you guys to feel bad for him or something. Yeah. Like he's making millions of dollars. <laughs> 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 okay, buddy. What do, you want, what do you want to do? Oh, man. Um, so you
0: talked about you wanted to be in turf management. Have you ever ta- thought about coaching too?
1: You, oh yeah, yeah. Like when I go to those JV games, I feel like I'm an element. <laughs> I, I was gonna talk to you about that. I was gonna talk to you about that because, and I, and I because of how much stuff. you're in it. I I love that stuff and being yeah. on a defense, standpoint and then playing quarterback as much as I did. It, yeah, like I could read a defense my freshman year yeah. because of obviously coaching. I didn't really know much about the whole defenses thing. I mean, taking eighth grade year off, it was just in air. Eh. Yeah, but I I was I was bought in from. The time I set foot in that weight room for the first time, with those guys in, in that freshman class, was just something special. But ever since I learned to read that defense, yeah. it, from a defensive standpoint, now I know what they're going to throw to to an extent. Yeah, because I mean I've been beat a couple of times. <laughs> but, but we'll talk. We'll talk about that too. But yeah, but um, <clears throat> it, absolutely I have because I mean. When you call play and, and it's successful, it's a pretty good yeah. feeling.
0: But is there was there a point like, you know, you've been playing high school football for three years? Was there a point where it was like, it was just like an aha, like oh, I get it now, or or does that happen every week when you're watching film and you see something like oh, now we we figured
1: it out? I think it's more of a film to game type thing. When you're watching film and then it comes to game time and you see it and you like you feel like you can call it out. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know you made it. Oh, because, okay, because the whole film thing is. Like Coach Denzoff always says, or Coach Green always says, don't just turn it on. Actually watch it. Yeah. I usually try to watch at least a solid, like, 30 minutes to an hour of film. And and, and that 30 minutes to an hour of film is I'm watching film. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to study a a little bit. I mean, sometimes you just watch a game. You just watch some football. Yeah, yeah. But um, motions are huge. And we're supposed to read the tackles. But this whole week, I was like, I'm going to read the wings when they go out. It's gonna be an option play, or a pass play. <laughs> but, well,
0: well let, let's talk about that because we we talked. Um, I think it was after the game about uh, yeah. about how how difficult it was because it was. I, I mean, everyone knows it was a tough loss. They were a tough team, but but in, from your standpoint, being able to having to. Having to go up there in case for the pitch, also yeah. look for the pass. Is it? I mean, I've never played defensive back. I've coached it, kind of, and like to me, it, it seems very difficult. Yeah, you're supposed to read the tackles, but when they're when they're seemingly doing the same thing every time, it's got to be difficult.
1: And that's why it was so like easy to to feel or understand exactly why Cam did what he did that one time because we saw a toss, we're going to go get the toss. Yeah. It, and you're just not thinking about stuff like that. I mean, you see runs so many times, no matter what, you know a pass is going to come, you just don't know when. Yeah. And you just want to go get that tackle. You, you don't want to be late. When you're late, other problems come. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're too early, then they'll throw the other things. So I just, it was hard to catch a, like, I feel like it was tougher to win that game as a DB than a, then it would be a different game because it was my priority to um, run the alleys mm-hmm. this past week. And when we're in the green, yeah. I have to sit in the middle of the field. If they run an option, I have to go to, all the way to that tie. <laughs> I got to go all the way to that tie. Yeah. And I got to cover hash to hash. So when I saw the one t- the one pat, long uh, long pass I lit up was he went straight – Straight up the hash, and yeah. I mean it, it's so tough to read sometimes. But if you get a, a tackle who actually really good tackles will give you the best reads because they'll know how to step on a pass and know how to step on a run. Yeah. But every once in a while you'll get those dudes who are just gonna go flat down line or, or take a step forward or take a step back when it, they're not supposed to.
0: Yeah.
1: And it, it really messes with your mind too. <laughs> yeah. Since so they're inconsistent, which mm-hmm. causes inconsistent reads.
0: Yeah how 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 frustrating in game was it to just like it, one of those passes or a option that no one makes a tackle like does it does it get cuz I, I for me and i'm just speaking for myself not for all coaches i know on offense it's frustrating when my receivers drop balls because that's what we do that's what we work on mm-hmm. and it's frustrating when they don't run the right route now i'm not playing so i can't say how easy easy right. or difficult it is. Yeah. But I just know, it's, for me, if, if a ball's in your hands, you got to catch it. And for you, like if you're in that spot, you got to make that tackle. Now I'm saying you miss tackles, but everyone miss tackles. Oh, yeah, of course. But how frustrating is it out there? Or I guess knowing, like, oh, tomorrow's going to suck when that play comes oh, up. <laughs> I, just <laughs> film. Think, I
1: just think it's more frustrating when you know <clears throat> you should have made that tackle or you should have made that catch or okay. you should have done this, you should have done that. I'm not saying that we're not capable of, of some stuff, but obviously everything is easier said than done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at it this way. This is not putting anything on anybody or, or at all, but TJ, lefty, Christian righty. Yeah. You look at it to that extent. TJ spins super tight, right? Yeah. He's a lefty. It's a different type of spin. It's going to go a different direction. When and it's, it's a fun. rocket. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He slings it. <laughs> but that's a whole different spin than what Christian's is. Yeah. From a receiver standpoint... He's not taking balls from, like, lefties all season long. Yeah. And I feel like going to catch a ball that's spinning the opposite way than what it normally is, I feel like that could really get to you. Yeah. And, and that's how, where I feel from the wide receiver standpoint. But the frustration part on the defense is, again, when you know you should have been there. Like on that pass when I went up, buddy went back. Yeah, <laughs> I, It's just one of those you know you should have been there. It's just – it is what it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can't go back and change it.
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what? Um, obviously that game sucked, and it sucks to get knocked out of the first round. Right. You know what's also a little frustrating is having to wait two weeks now to play our last game because yeah. I, I I don't know we haven't got official word if we got anybody for Friday or not.
1: Would it be probably a Finley?
0: I mean, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen. So if we have to wait two weeks to play play a game, that would that's kind of sucks too. Especially knowing like. I heard yeah. you. I heard, were you talking crap to that dude? Well, at <laughs> JV buddy
1: game? looked at me one time, it, like <coughs> with like a total disrespected eye, and I was like, "Like, what's your deal, boy?" Like, I didn't. I didn't let's want to Well, really let's disrespectful, say but yeah, let, uh,
0: let's say uh, Candy was at the JV game Saturday, and the chain crew were the varsity players, so they had they were chit chatting. Now, I never heard anything. I I I was walking back and forth, calling plays and stuff. I never heard anything like. Crazy. Like well, guys well
1: then he made kids. one of the playoff comments, and I'm like, you yeah. also didn't I play heard a team that. like Springfield. <laughs> I,
0: <clears throat> excuse me. I heard that. I heard, well, at least we won a playoff game. I'm, yeah. And when I wanted to say, I was like, like, dude, we won several, but it's okay. I'm, <laughs> but I'm the adult, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs>
1: well, I was like, okay. Nah. That team would have embarrassed them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kenton yeah. Fairmont is a legit team. You yeah. ever heard the story about that team? What do you mean? Two different high schools. One was, I think, the Hawks, and the other was. Um, the Dragons, Yeah. one was Ketterington, one was Fairmont, and they combined Ketterington and Fairmont and called them the Firebirds. Oh, really? Is, which is actually a pretty sweet thing. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, know he that. Was telling me that. But, oh. But, yeah, he just decided to start talking, and he was maybe a buck 90. And he, I said, so what position you play? He goes, well, offensive tackle on Dia, and I was like, wow, this going to be a rough night for you. He's going to have to go up against like a Kate or Owen. Like, yeah. I would not want to be on the other side of those dudes. Um, the, and there was a comment. I, I thought...
0: He's like, yeah, I think you said, yeah, we're going to play you after you get beat by
1: Central by 90 or something like that. Yeah, because then he was disrespecting, like, (laughs) he was. Their quarterback. I heard him say something about their quarterback. Bishop, I guess he goes, well, well, he got scared of us in eighth grade, and and he got hurt. I was like, dude, he's a senior in high school. He's not an eighth (laughs) grader. (laughs) Like, what is this, a joke? Yeah. I'm like, when was the last time you played football? And then I go down to the other dude who's a sophomore, and this dude that I was talking to was a senior, and I was Mm -hmm. like. So, what do you feel about the game? He goes, oh, it's going to be a long night. I was like, well, your friend does Nick so. He goes, well, he's also my backup. Because <laughs> the dude who was doing the other chain had that broken leg and was yeah. wearing that boot. Yeah. I was like, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> so, he's just trying to hype himself up. I get it. He's uh, probably a little nervous. Yeah. Getting, getting his adrenaline going for the week. Yeah. Get started. <laughs> I was kind of laughing at myself. Even on the car at home, I was talking to Mike. I was like, dude, what was he thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll see. It'll be a fun night for them.
0: I'm, I'm assuming you enjoy watching the JV games. That's why you go. But, oh, I love it. Yeah, I think my my favorite part is the kids that get beat up all week on scout team get to have their own game. They deserve and, it. Yeah, and so it's and, much. and to see how excited they get. And you know, this year was was pretty good for JV. You're actually JV. a
1: super close group. Yeah, like that's why I'm. I don't want to talk about next season so soon, but. Yeah. You look at it, our freshman year, we were such a tight-knit group. Yeah. I mean, we lost some dudes from that group. We'll probably get a couple back. Right. Yeah. The, these guys are are just those kids who've literally been in the shadows of this senior class this year for so long, and they work their butt off, and, yeah. and they constantly bring it week-to-week, and they're always in the weight room. They're always lifting their heaviest weight, and that's why I'm so excited for next year because I know these dudes want it so bad, and they yeah. have so much heart, and they've always had each other's back. They've been together for so long. I, I think they're really special, and I just feel like that's how my class is so much different. Is they've literally been in that shadow. Like this yeah. senior class this year, they've been playing guys since their sophomore, junior years. Yeah. My, especially my offensive line, like my offensive line from my freshman year, were just those dudes who were just grinders. Like they'll go get it.
0: Yeah.
1: Defense, they'll just go get it. Isaac Witten was one of those dudes. Freshman year, who who wasn't the biggest dude, but he'd go get it.
0: He didn't even play. He didn't play a snap of offense. No, yeah. he he
1: was just that really hard hitting corner. Yeah. But then sophomore year was a little bit in the dust. He wasn't that big, and yeah. that, and that's when things started to get to him. But that dude came from that sophomore to junior offseason and just worked his butt off. Yeah, it. and he again brought it every day, and and that's where people earn their their spots. It just happens to be that well twenty two class. Offensive line and D line is just stuck behind a really talented group, and yeah. it's just unfortunate. Well, but next year they're going to bring it.
0: Well, what makes for a good program is when when you have a big a big class of seniors and yeah. that a lot of them play. Yeah. you know, and it is unfortunate for those juniors and sophomores that have to wait. But Absolutely. if if your program is rolling and you have the numbers, that's that's when you're going to yeah, win. When you have good senior work. classes, yeah. But it, it, it's, like I said about the JV, it's fun to see them because they do work hard, and it's fun to see their, oh, you know yeah. be in their own game.
1: It, see how happy they get? Like, <laughs> Kyle, I just love his energy. Kyle's awesome, Every man. Saturday, oh. he just brings the energy. <clears throat> Same with Joe and, yeah. and all those dudes. Like, those are the juniors. And, and even those sophomores, especially that junior class, it, they are just we Will do anything to go play, whether it is that JV game. Yes, their juniors on JV. Who cares? Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and and they're gonna bring it every single week, and they're gonna do what they do. And
0: yeah.
1: Just watch them get so excited um, over that. Those games are just awesome. Yeah. And again, go run their mouth a little bit. I love it.
0: I love <laughs> well, that's that. your
1: thing. That's why you <laughs> oh, love <God>. it. <laughs> well, I showed up on Saturday. They all had their uh, fingers taped, and I was like, "Wow, you guys are learning." <laughs> I, I thought, I, thought I heard you say something about yeah, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like oh and before the game they're just digging in that medical box just looking for tape to put on. <laughs> it was making me laugh. Oh man. There's something. I love it.
0: Um I talked to Connor a little bit about nerd stuff too. What do you do you play video games?
1: At all? I really don't, but no? Madden, I love Madden. Yeah? I haven't really? played Madden forever. Well, I'm. I've never been the dude to go get the newest video game. I yeah. mean, I play literally one video game, and it's bad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if I'm not good at it, then I'm not good at it. But I'm still gonna play. It. Do you play online? I don't. If I played online, oh my god, I can imagine what. I'd say. <laughs> It'd be it'd be hilarious. You'd be
0: getting killed fifty to nothing hey, and still running in no. your mouth.
1: Hey, like my mom says, she's like, I just want to mic you up for one game. Well last game, they kicked me out for something I didn't even say. <laughs> Jack Higgins said something, Chris had something, and he goes, twenty. I was like, Yeah? He was like, You're gone. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering why you came out. Yeah. The, the only time I promise you I've not said something in between a play, I get booted <laughs> off the field.
0: Uh there's a bunch of other times that probably warranted that, but it didn't. Oh, happen. absolutely.
1: Like like the one against Napoleon where Pratt got that got that flag. Oh, that yeah. was hundred percent me. I, I was running it right up until the line and then Pratt said something cross the line <laughs> through the flag <laughs> So that was that, was, that was you
0: helped that flag.
1: Oh 100 percent Like Pratt this one's on you, dude. And I look at him I said, What are you doing? <laughs> It was awesome because that uh, defense—they have that that swag to them. Well, they'll bring it in, yeah. and they'll run their mouth of it. Yeah, it was awesome,
0: man. Yes, yeah, so I I remember playing Madden when it—I think it was like Madden '92.
1: Oh goodness, yes, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even one yet.
0: <laughs> Me and my friend in the basement. I think we one time we beat a team like two hundred. It was two hundred and ninety-two to two. It, it, I Wait! Think
1: we, whoa! 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 That <laughs> two like, hundred. We kept running. We kept running
0: the same play over and over. I, like I said, I think it was maybe it was on Super Nintendo.
1: What was I it? Think.
0: Madden ninety two. No, no, the play. It was There's just. A, like it a was a halfback toss. That's oh all my I was. god! I, that's <laughs> he, and then he was the wide receiver. We'd switch. He was the wide receiver, and I was a running back. Or we'd switch. Yeah. So he would block. Oh, and then and we so dre- it was just to- HB H- toss is what it was. Every yeah, time.
1: well, see, kids will still try to do that. It's like a strong toss. It hits hard in the fed And every once in a while in Madden, they'll have that slip up to where they'll get they'll let the linebacker come through just because they uh, have oh. to. But it is what it is. It, it's it's awesome. I love yeah. that game. Yeah, I always try telling our telling the the boys to come over and play it. Every once in a while, a couple of them come over and yeah. we'll play it. Uh, Cade's terrible. <laughs>
0: He seems – you know what's, what's weird to me
1: is – oh, I made he, Isaac quit, and he was so really? mad. <laughs> I made Isaac quit. He goes, dude, this game is so dumb. <laughs> you know, every, t- every single time someone's losing the video oh, game, yeah. that's, how, that's what they're going to go yeah. to. So it's funny. You
0: know, what's funny to me about Cade is that he's, he's horrible at throwing a football.
1: Oh, my. He's he, just so goofy. Yeah, he's
0: really – obviously, he's an excellent line, lineman. Oh, absolutely. And one of his favorite things is to bake cakes. That's, Have you seen oh his pictures God. of the stuff? The stuff he makes. No, but he should get an apron. <laughs> we got to make it for him. He we should, him we should get him an apron. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be but hilarious. I, but that's that's an example of because I always tell kids if if they don't play football, like do something, right. do something else, you know. And that's an example for him. Like um, he's playing football, but he also likes to do that. He so likes you know, yeah, it's fun wow, for him.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> I I would like to say, uh, I guess the one thing I like doing is. Making some breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I love don't know breakfast. what it is. I, I love just breakfast. love. <clears throat> this sounds so weird. I just love like waking up and just making one. Yeah. Like whether like, whether it's gonna be good or it's gonna be bad. I just, I just think it's fun. I like the process. I just find satisfaction to it, and it smells so
0: good. Yeah, I th- Matteo. I make Mateo eggs and sausage usually, usually just Sunday mornings because that's when I'm home when he's yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Because I work Saturdays or go hey, to you football. G- you
1: guys go to the Husky on at like one, don't you guys?
0: On Sundays? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's that usually like?
0: It's, it's, I mean, we're there maybe an hour and a half. Is we it just chill. Yeah. We, we talk about like the game plan for the coming week. Okay. Uh, Crewe will talk about the offense if there's any, any new plays or different wrinkles. Yeah. And then uh, Densdorf and Coach Sims talk about the defense and how we're going to defend whatever they're running. And then we eat food.
1: So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I remember
0: my mom making,
1: uh, I think it was like a lasagna. Yeah. But
0: yeah, it used to be at Coach Kriegel's house. Oh, really? Yeah. Then this year, because of COVID, it's at. Yeah, I miss
1: that because going to Coach Rush's house was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. You guys did that once a week, right? Yeah, Yeah. every
1: Wednesday, and that that uh, brought a lot of positive energy. Yeah. Because then you go back on that Thursday, like, yo, remember what we ate last night? (laughs) Like, you know, you just want to brag about it because. You know, Coach Zenzorfa uh, makes his dudes bring food. Coach Russ, is what he makes it. And it is, it is amazing. Yeah. I've never had a pepperoni casserole, and it is literally alfredo with pepperoni and pizza cheese on it, and it's just melted everywhere. You know,
0: sometimes some of that the e the easiest food to make oh or simple ingredients
1: is awesome. French toast casserole.
0: <laughs> that oh my awesome. god, you don't even want to know.
1: I was like, Coach Russ, there's no way this is healthy for me. <laughs> Like, at that point, it was just a joke. I mean, we'd be have cookies every night. Yeah. <laughs> it was just awesome. He's like, guys, this, this is just great. <laughs> like, like, we'd literally be bonding over food every single yeah. Wednesday night. It, it's just awesome. His little boy, Alex. Alex, yeah. Great kid. We'd play hide and go seek afterward, and then we'd all go home or whatever. <laughs> it, it was just that break in the week that you just needed yeah. before that game, and, and you just don't get that, yeah. which puts a lot of stress on. On some people, I feel like, but it it's fun time.
0: I I remember one time he he brought Alex and he was in the car and he was like he was like let your boy free. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because well, it's so funny. The first time uh, he brought him, I saw Alex. He was waving his hand out the window. I was like, what up, buddy? You know, I walk over there. He got a twenty two ounce slushy. I said, what? Your dad couldn't get you the thirty <laughs> two. The next day, Coach Russ gets in the 32-ounce slush. I was like, that a boy? He's like, yup. And then he brought us a bag of chips. That he got. I was like, Coach Russ, you did better. He goes, well, well you made me feel bad. <laughs> so, yeah, it was awesome. Dang. Um, Co- Coach Russ and I, our relationship was... Oh my gosh, last year, every single day after school, he's like, What? You got a bad attitude again? I'm like, Coach Russ it was just a rough day at school. He <laughs> was just one of those. And then, then today, he's like, Man, you're always whining. <laughs> it's like a joke. Coach Russ is funny.
0: Yeah, it's the group of coaches we have is like, I've only been with them for two years yep. as a varsity coach, but I have a lot of fun. And it's they're really good coaches. I don't know other staffs, but just based on what we do and how we do it, and then we look at other programs and what they do and how like the offense they run or the defense oh, yeah. they run, it's like, man, it's we seem like they have a really good staff.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think it shows week to week, honestly, especially within the league. Yeah. Like I feel like Coach Zensworth really knows what they're running before they even want to play. <laughs> he might as well be the offensive coordinator for the other team.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's and, and we talked about it too, is what changed from this year from last year to this year as far as calling defense yeah. is getting in sooner and giving you – basically telling you check yeah. and then you you make the call because it makes everyone just ready to play as opposed to getting a sign. You
1: yeah, know? And, and I like that responsibility because it it kind of gives me that that uh, one-up of what the play could be. Mm-hmm. And even on the JV game, I was like, Coach Red, Wide, Because in case that, that dude was to scramble or roll out, I mean, yeah you don't know if that that DB is going to read as a roll or what. And yeah. it was like third and nine. And I said, just blitz like a couple of dudes. <laughs> and and he blitzed. Elijah got the sack, and, and it was awesome. And then the <laughs> other time, um, it was red, and the one kid didn't roll, but Matt did. Mc- and, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Gio started running up. I'm like, dude, he's like blitzing the quarterback. I'm like, oh, my God. Matt just read it perfectly. It was, yeah. great. It was great. But Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you. um. Before my freshman year, how many years did you coach that freshman football team? Or, like, what were you doing? Like, when so, was your first year?
0: So, I, I started coaching in 2012. I was a volunteer freshman coach. Okay. And then. At Perrysburg or where? At Perrysburg. And then, for Mr. Bucher, was the head coach then of the freshman team.
1: Oh, so he was a high school coach at some yes. point? Yes. Yeah.
0: He's, he was the the freshman head coach for. Oh, he, he's going to listen to this, and if I get it wrong, he'll text me immediately. But it I was it was I don't know seven eight years maybe somewhere somewhere between let's say somewhere between seven and ten years he was that that freshman in, head coach right
1: in the twenty two class was your first was undefeated seven. season
0: yeah so so I, that was my and that, that was my last so I I coached I was the head coach for three years and that was undefeated I think the year before. We had two losses in my first year. We had one, one loss or flip it. I don't remember. I it, yeah. whatever we. Had, I ended up with three losses as a freshman coach. But yeah, that was
1: yeah. That's was not a me. bad gig.
0: I I really enjoyed being a head coach. I didn't think because I was a, an assistant coach out of seventh grade for two years. And when C- Coach Kriegel asked if I wanted to be the head coach, I I wanted to, but I I didn't know like I was going to like it as much as I did. Into yeah,
1: because high school students, I mean, it's a little bit different than a seventh grade one. And yeah. They're going through some stuff day to day, week by week. I mean, you don't know what they're going to end up with.
0: Yeah. And and the stuff that we we have to, the freshmen have to work around, like. um, They work around everybody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We try to be as, because here's the thing. Like, we want, we want every freshman that comes out for football, we want them as sophomores and juniors and seniors. Yeah. So we try to make it as, as best for them their first year. And then, and so they come back. You know, yeah. we want them to come back, and and I've asked kids that didn't come back, like, well, how come? You know, because I'm interested in, and if they say, well, I want to concentrate on this sport or that sport, I try to tell them, like, hey, that's a different season. You know, you can still play football, and you yeah. know, so that's what's the most frustrating thing for me is when kids quit because I feel like me and the other freshman coaches didn't do a good enough job to keep them in the program. You know, and that's why I like to talk to them, and and sometimes they don't want to talk, which is fine, and but I I want to know like what can I do better to to make kids come, keep stay?
1: Do you still go to, well, especially when you were allowed, did you still go to those junior high games? And
0: yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, I would go to big gold and I wouldn't go to the games. I go to practice, talk to coaches, talk to players every once in a while, go to the, the junior high basketball games. I would, um, up until we couldn't anymore, I would go. I still last year I went into the junior high, and talked to talked to kids during lunch like I did with you guys. And yeah, but yeah, as much as stuff as I can go to, I I want to go to. That's my favorite part of of coaching is is. Like being on social media with you guys because, yeah. you know, all those other coaches don't.
1: Right? Yeah, I heard you got you know? into Among Us on the bus Dude, ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were
0: playing that. I, I think we ended up playing like three games or something on the yeah, bus Yeah, they right? said but it was fun.
1: I've never even played it. The games like that in that Call of Duty, uh, whatever game yeah. they always play, I mean, it's just too much for me. I get on there and I just make myself look like a fool.
0: <laughs> well, you, I mean, you got to get used to it. But But I like that stuff because maybe... Maybe me playing Among Us with that group. Oh, maybe it makes them want And maybe it and then maybe that sure. helps them want to play football more. You know, yeah. in some weird like way. But to I like this so right. right. And then
1: hey, we're gonna play Among Us with Coach yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> it's it's fun and doing like just being being involved as much as I can. You know, yeah. I did. I had an Instagram account for years. I never used it up until a few years ago when when I'm like. I told Coach Kriegel, like, this is how we got to talk to other kids. This is how we talk to get, get a hold of them sooner is this. As good or
1: bad as that you know, is.
0: That's just what you guys are into. That's Absolutely, what everyone's yeah. into. And everyone has phones at a young age and get, get social media at a young age. Yeah, so but then when you, you do, you do show your face
1: and you do go to those games, it makes a huge difference.
0: And, and I try not as, as much as I can to talk to the kids, but also talk to the parents. Yeah, like let them know because I I never go up to a kid for, as much as I can help it. Go up to a kid first. I go up to their parent and let them know who I am. So you knew who just, my parents were. They told uh, Mr. Bucher told me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he because I, cause I I get especially at the basketball games. I'll get the little program and I and he'll mm-hmm. let me know like the he he usually lets me know like they he plays football. He plays football. He might not play. Make sure you talk to him. He play you know all that kind uh, of stuff. And then uh, I and then I say okay, I'm gonna talk to him and him and him. Who are their parents? And then I go talk to their parents. Yeah, just because for me it'd be weird. Like if
1: they saw a grown man talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But (laughs) now,
0: like pretty much everyone knows who I am, right? You know, and I always wear. (laughs) 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 And I always wear Perrysburg football stuff when I go to those things, you know. But but like I said, that's kids like that stuff, and and I like doing it. And sometimes I'll take my kids. You know, they like going and they love eating the popcorn and everything. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully. Hopefully I'll be able to do it. It's just it's hard to do, man. Now because yeah, of COVID. It's unfortunate with the whole COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, one one other thing. Um, you're into music. Are you into oh, music yeah. a lot because I, I noticed you use a lot. You know, when you put when you I post love this stuff, music. you're using. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I know you like rap music, but do you like other kind, kinds of music? Or is that pretty? yeah? I do.
1: Yeah? Um the, I don't. I don't, I couldn't even tell you what it's called. Yeah. Well, anyway, my uncle is in this. Uh, he's making a couple songs for a soundtrack in the in a movie coming out. Oh yeah, it's like a documentary type movie, and basically it's about um, human trafficking. Oh wow! And it's uh, it's actually going viral. Like people are posting about it. It's supposed to be a pretty big like show out, and yeah, he's making a couple songs on it. My dad's family, he has a, a brother who makes pretty good music, or mm-hmm. he sounds pretty good. Yeah. And I feel like that's always been around, especially my dad's side. But my mom's—my mom was adopted, and her brother, her also adopted brother, was—he's pretty good, and and he can he can sing a little bit. Yeah. And I love music. I feel like music is just such a vibe, and and you can get so many stuff out of just listen to a song or yeah. listen to, because you can almost relate to it, or or you just feel for it and, mm-hmm. it, and it just makes you feel better about some stuff or whatever.
0: You know what? Too is you, when you realize when you get older is. All the songs that I listen to with my friends when I was in high school when they pop up on Spotify or when I put them on like it takes you back immediately oh to, I can't to imagine what you were doing my dad my dad would be listening
1: to like nineties of, of that uh, like hip-hop type stuff yeah. and it's just they're all, all just getting excited but <laughs> but if I if I if I turned on one of mine from 2020, 2019, you'd be like, what is this?
0: <laughs> yeah. Everybody says that. And, and that's what, I mean, you're going to be like that too, right? When oh, you get probably, older. Probably. Like, here's what we listen to. Because it's it always changes, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And my brother-in-law, the the kid's uncle, he, he plays in, he has a couple bands. He does a lot of solo stuff. Oh, that's awesome. He helped me with the podcast originally. We would record at his studio. But um, it's so fun to go, like, watch him play too because the kids love it. They, like, Request songs off his album and they play it for he plays it for him. He's like he me. Whole album. Yeah, he's had. I think he has. I know. He, I know. There's a couple of singles, but he has an album that came out. Oh, that's pretty and, sweet. Um, but it's I, I've I've surprised my wife and sang some songs to her a few times, and it's it's fun to like in your case have someone in that Absolutely. industry. And and if you want like help, or if you want like, hey, can you help help me do this, or can you can I do this, or whatever? Like like it's just more. Just like you do, you have family with the turf industry, you got people mm-hmm. in the music industry, yeah. just like more things to help you as you get older, figure out what you want to do,
1: you know? Yeah, for sure. It's just like a little bit of guidance or, or even just that little push forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well uh, that's all I got, man. All right, I'm good. You were, uh, you were longer than Connors. Really? So you, so you can be, you can tell me you'd be, now... Now here's the uh, the he's next... a good talker too. He was good. I mean, you you were good too, man.
1: It's well, like I said, Santa Claus in fifth grade school play. <laughs> did
0: you have <laughs> did you have speaking parts, or was it oh just oh ho, ho, goodness? Ho. No, I had so many
1: speaking parts, and and they stuffed the pillow, kept slipping out. A couple oh times. yeah. <laughs>
0: so so here's the challenge for you. Connor has Connor's episode has become the second most downloaded episode we've ever done. Well, so I'm posting can, to someone
1: on my Instagram. Let's Actually, see if you can, you can beat better beat you. listen to it. <laughs> 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 What's the first and what was it about? Our
0: first was our very first episode. Oh, really? It was, yeah. It was, I listened to it. We, we've almost been.
1: <laughs> I think I've listened to like three and I couldn't tell you which ones. Yeah. But, but to an extent, I remember like what they were about. It was pretty cool.
0: We, um, we're coming up on a year doing this, the year next month. Wow. So it's uh, fun. And, and now it's even better because I think what I want to do with this podcast. Is have it with me and Andrew, still do our thing, but also do interviews like this, yeah. like just to, because it's fun to talk to you guys.
1: Switch it up a little bit. Yeah,
0: it's fun to talk to you guys, and it's fun to see others, pers- other people's perspectives. And it's not all going to be athletes. Like I, I can, I'll interview anybody who wants to be on. You yeah. know, I like just to learn, I learn about people. And-
1: like I would love to know. Oh my gosh, I was just watching this thing. And then a commercial comes up about a Stephen King, and it says creepy movie or show whatever. And I'm like, why do people think about this stuff? Like, yeah. I have nightmares about this stuff, and they and they find joy to, to <laughs> making a scary movie about this. I won't even go to haunted houses. Yeah. Just a point of me being scared. I hate that feeling. <laughs> like when when you can see me and I can't see you, we have a problem. Yeah. And I just don't know what it is because I can't see you. But but I hate that feeling. And he's out here writing about this stuff, and I would just love to know what it'd be like. In somebody's mind, who writes about that scary stuff, yeah. or who writes about that that paranormal, or, or that, or that even really calm stuff like fairies and, and yeah. rainbows, like yeah. like what goes through your mind to think about stuff like that? Yeah. And
0: My sister-in-law is a writer. Like she, oh, really? she writes. She wrote she wrote one book. She's in the process of writing another one. But yeah, uh, I I'll, have her, one. I'll, I'll have her. I'll have her on. She loves it. She loves it.
1: A lot of people do find joy to it, so it's yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs>
0: All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: This has been the Nerdball podcast.
1: Boomer sooner.